In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Welcome to Bryce and Ren and Nedzi Classified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 5 of Nedzi Classified School Survival Guide, titled Crushes and Dances. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. I'm also the smart, good athlete, and hottie of the crew. Uh, and with me, as always, to break down all things Nedzi Classified is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how is it going? Kamuga du schmapple. Yes. Uh, is that all you could really say? Is that it? What else needs to be said? Mm, yeah, when you say that, you you know you're good. <laughs> uh, wow, Ren, we uh, just as we had thought at the end of last week, crushes and dances is our first truly truly connected two part, uh, like two segment connected episode. Yes, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Watching <clears throat> this episode, I got the same feeling that I got watching early episodes of, like, The Office, like, Booze Cruise. Yeah. Like, something that not really, like, kind, kind of redefines the character relationships, but mo- most importantly shows us that, like, there is an ebb and a flow to all this. It's not going to stay static. No. No, not at all. Yeah, and I I appreciate that the show is willing to, uh, to really go into that, dive into the characters, and um, this was a really fun way to get our first kind of like truly connected segments where we see the kind of the crushes explored and who likes who in the first half and then how it all plays out at the dance in the second half. It really made the second half feel like an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of like build up to it. So it also uh, felt like perfect timing five episodes in and we're already getting a more substantial episode. Yeah, does that that's, a- that's perfect timing for me? I was thinking to myself today, we're already five episodes into Ned's Declassified, and it, like, hasn't felt like that. I don't know if that's just me. It covers real ground in the, in its segments. Yes. Yeah. Like, having two segments doesn't always help an episode flow, but it does help us connect with these characters and see their growth. Yeah. And, um, like, I, I think that this this two-parter is like the most um, consistent that Ned's Declassified has felt. 100%. Um, yeah, where we did like, what is it? Do we have montages at all here? I think we do, but they're yeah. very like smoothly eased in. They're, they're put into it in kind of a clever way. And the tips also um, weren't as jarring as they have been in, in some of the episodes. I actually thought these were our best implemented tips so far. Yeah. Yeah, they all feel like relevant and applicable to the episode itself. Uh, Ren, the other thing I'm thinking about is uh, I think it's important for the audience to know that you and I are recording this episode and next week's episode back to back. Yes, um, that's just, right. We're going to be here for around four hours. Yes. Um, so even though th- they'll be broken down into like the two 
episodes respectively they'll play on their own i think it's just important to know that like the spiraling downwards is going to start here and then wherever we're at at the end of uh the the spelling bee episode is kind of going to be the the lowest of the lows i think (laughs) yeah it's like episode six of the podcast will be a sequel to this one it will yeah so just like how how these two uh segments of this episode are neds go really well together i'm having a feeling that uh, those, the episode five and episode six are going to go really well together. I think so yeah. too. Um, all right. So before we do that, uh, we'll have feedback for, from last week's episode, uh, in our feedback form, Ren. All right. Okay. Um, so this is a VG freak nine chimed in and gave us some, some insight <laughs> here this week. Uh, who is the best character? So this is referring to last week's episode, which, uh, was about tryouts and teachers. Nope. Yeah. Last no, week? No, seating. Seating. Yeah. It was seating and tryouts. Right. Um, so they said Coconut Head was the best character and that going to bas- Coconut Head going to basketball tryouts in a singlet, a singlet and dress shoes. What a sweet, sweet boy. Durka <laughs> is a close second with allowing Cookie to cheer based off the same anti-discrimination clause that she used as a kid. Yeah, so All nice right. connection there. Worst character. Uh, whoever made someone create the cgi scene of the bus being damaged by cookie and gordy yeah you and i didn't talk about that cgi aspect when gordy and cookie go over the giant pothole yeah Uh, that's right the cgi bus that then gets a giant dent in it looked like something out of like uh do you ever play kid picks kid picks no i don't know what that is okay it was like a um a in like computer class in elementary school it was like an editing software Mm-hmm. And it was, you couldn't do a lot with it, but that's uh, what it seemed like this was. Uh, then the episode overall was rated a, a 7 out of 10 by okay. the audience. Any thoughts, unanswered questions, or comments? Um, sell the Ted Lasso show to me, they said. Uh, first time I heard of it was in the Apple co- keynote. I was clueless to why one of the largest tech companies was spotlighting a random show by an old sportsman. Please explain why it's so good. It is the most sincere <laughs> show on television at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It, it tackles big topics without um, overindulging itself. It and... manages to be heartfelt without being hokey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing. Like, it, you actually, it, it's a very positive show, but it doesn't bog itself down in its own positivity. It Correct. grounds itself in reality and acknowledges, you know, the the reality of being positive all the time, what the good and bad of it. Mm-hmm. And it comes out with a more optimistic outlook, but it works because the show frames and grounds itself so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean this, Ren, you, I was, you watched this week's episode. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. It was, um, I, again, I was blown away with what it was able to tackle. I know. Um, and with such class and such thoughtfulness yeah something I, was... I love about ted lasso is that episodes never spin their wheels no there is no. always a redefinition by the end mm-hmm. yeah it was a a really really uh high point for the series this past week uh i couldn't recommend it enough and if you are getting apple tv uh i'm a big fan also of schmigadoon which is on there have you i don't know if you've been watching schmigadoon ren never even heard it's, of it uh yeah I, I doubt anyone has but it's a um six part uh musical series and it's all original songs it has uh what's her face from wicked why can't i think of her name kristen chenoweth 
Idina Menzel. She's not here. Um, She's frozen now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, And then... The last the the last comment on here. Any feedback for us? If I want to show the podcast, is it better to tell people it's about Neds, or uh, is it better to say that we used to cover Corey in the house? I don't see why you know you can't mention both. We are we are a podcast about Neds that used to cover Corey in the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I think that our history is important. Mm-hmm. So. Right, you wouldn't want to. I, I also think that it's kind of a good hook. So yeah, they podcasted about all of Corey in the house. Speaking of our history, we're actually a few episodes away from our fiftieth episode. Oh boy, should I, we do anything special? I think we should. I think we should figure out something to do. I'll reach can out I, after we record. Okay. Can I pitch? Can I pitch yeah. an idea? Yeah. So um, so to hype us up, uh, for those listening, Ren and I just watched uh, the funniest mom in America. Uh, and what I'm thinking, Ren, is that I don't know. I'm sure we can. Uh, is that you and I can have like a watch party where we just watch uh, clips from the funniest mom in America? Do like a watch along, like uh, when we watched all five Baby Geniuses movie and that Super Mario Odyssey <laughs> analysis at the same time. I forgot we did that. Yes, yes. Um, just like that. So, oh my god <laughs> yeah that would be fun we're in the high 40s we're very close in the next few weeks we're gonna hit 50 okay cool yeah so we'll uh we can do that or if anyone has any thoughts listening to this you can definitely let us know so uh anything else right are you ready to dive in i'm ready to dive in okay. dive in crushes beautiful so this episode opens up uh it is crush season yeah uh you have a lot of crushes growing up in school did i have crushes in school did you crush hard um not really no like i had like my high school crush i had my like middle school crush and like otherwise that was kind of it um i liked well okay in early middle school that was like my biggest crush. I technically had a girlfriend, but like not really. And she mm-hmm. went to public school. I went to the private school, but um, the same kids would take buses. So like the bus would drop kids off at my school and then the public school. Mm-hmm. And so I used to, at the end of the day, would write a note to give to one of my classmates who rode the bus with her. And then that way she'd get it. It was like, it would be like a love letter or whatever. Like star-crossed lovers. Kind of, yeah. Uh, and she also, she didn't have AIM, so we had to email <laughs> uh, back and forth. And I remember sitting there, like, constantly refreshing. And after, if it would be, like, five minutes and she didn't respond, I would be like, where have you been? Uh, wow. You yeah. just, you saying that just gave me an intense flashback to my iSketch girlfriend. I don't know. What is iSketch? iSketch was, so you know how you were telling me about that pics thing? What was it? The kid pics? Kid pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I looked it up, and Kid Picks was like, a, it's like a drawing app. Yes. Yeah. iSketch is a painting app, but when you would go online to like sign in, you could pick from different boards and like play with different people who were also painting at the same time. And there were also like Pictionary games, and all of them had little chats where you could speak mm-hmm. to people. And the iSketch hub had like a little 
uh, before you could like pick games, you could just talk to people. And I remember, I forgot, I forget what her name was, but I was like in the sixth grade and uh, we like met in an iSketch Pictionary game and we became friends and we started like dating online. She was my iSketch girlfriend. iSketch girlfriend. But wow. then it was Valentine's Day and I was going uh-huh. to tell my crush that I liked her. So I yeah. told my iSketch girlfriend that I didn't want to be with her anymore. Mm. But that was good, you you know. Yeah, to to say goodbye to the old um, before you move forward to the new. That's true. Right? You know, it, it was the responsible thing to do. It was. It was. How did your uh, ice sketch girl take it? She didn't like me anymore. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, we move yeah. on. We learn, we love, we live. Mm-hmm. Um, or crushes. Yeah, it's the, I feel like what's so lovely about covering Ned's is just, lovely and also like a little bit cursed but also like now i can laugh about it is that we constantly have to flash back to us in our school days i know the deeper we go in though i think the the more nightmarish it's gonna get it's gonna get worse and worse i mean we're already we're five episodes in and we're talking about like our ice sketch girlfriends and and sending notes on the bus and being upset when we didn't get an email back so uh yeah uh, no, so this is this is a fun setup here. We get um, there's three types of crushes Ned presents to us. There's the way out of your league crush, which um, Cookie has a crush on international supermodel Martika. I love this little plot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, crush type number two. So th- uh, that was. Did you get any vibes from this? Did this remind you of anything else that we've covered before? <laughs> The, no the whole like the the whole concept of crushes it really brought me back mm-hmm. this segment yeah just, i feel like it captured just the mania of having a crush so well yes it did it did uh crush type number two is someone who uh, likes you but you don't like them back okay so coconut head uh is looking for Moe's. that's the example that we get here and Moe's is like oh like i want nothing to do with this and she's constantly going to be jumping into gordy's trash can and hiding in trash cans in this segment to avoid coconut head right great, uh, great little bit yes uh, and then crush type number three you like them and you don't know if they like you or even notice you and when you do see them you babble like an idiot which is you this... experience this one a lot growing up no no Ooh. i i never got like that like I'm so nervous. I don't even know what to say around them. Yeah. Type feeling. Yeah. Um, Ned does though. So Ned feels this about Susie Crabgrass. Yeah. What is it that he says? Kamuga du schmuppel. Yeah. That's what Ned sees Susie. Susie says hi. And he, that's what Ned says to her. Just awful. Very awkward. Not a real sentence. Bunch of gibberish. Uh, our next scene, Cookie encourages Ned to um, to take Susie out. Like, oh, if you like her so much, why don't you try taking her out? It's a okay. logical thing. How, how old are you when you ask when you ask someone out on their on your first date? Like real date? Like real like, date? Like you got go the courage to date? ask someone out on a, a real date? Uh, like high school? I think I was like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like. Uh, I don't know if dances count. I guess they do, because that's what this episode presents. Yeah, I guess, I guess so, they count. If you ever ask anyone to a dance, but yeah. Um, Cookie wants Ned to take 
to ask Susie out. And Ned's like, where would I take her? And this is a valid point, I think, especially in middle school, because Ned can't drive. So it's like, where's my mom going to drop us off? Yeah. Um, fun. Right. So, and luckily, though, there's this cool sanctioned event. The Dances with Wolves dance is coming this weekend. And there's going to be a real wolf. <laughs> Which also gave me flashbacks to something that you and I once covered, Ren. I... I was so excited for a boomer moment. Yeah, I was like, what is this real life wolf at this school, this middle school dance gonna do? What's gonna be the end result here? And I think the payoff is actually pretty great. The payoff um, is very clever. And it's, yeah. it's very, <laughs> it's rooted in stuff that we learn mm -hmm. in the at the very beginning of this segment, which I think makes it so much better. Yeah. Uh, so, so we get the setup. We know the dance is coming up. Cookie doesn't have to worry about asking someone to a dance um because he invented okay cupid he did he created his own algorithm which is going to he puts his info in and it's going to present him with someone who will love cookie back like no matter what based on this algorithm and the first thing that's going to come up so he's like i wanted to show martika i wanted to show martika the supermodel that i'm in love with and instead it shows lisa zemo <laughs> so, so he says it's it's broken and he's going to tweak it Nice little buildup. Yeah, this is also, um, I've seen the social network, and I'm pretty sure this is how Facebook started. Yeah, didn't uh, Mark Zuckerberg and uh, the Andrew Garfield twins make it <laughs> so they could rate girls? Yeah, I don't think Andrew Garfield is the twins in there. Who's the twins? Uh, Justin Timberlake? No, Justin Timberlake is um, Napster. Social network. Who's yeah, twins? Andrew Garfield is like his best friend, but there's a set of twins in there that. Uh... Oh, is it Army Hammer? Yeah. All right. Yes, and you know that's all we need to say um, about Army Hammer. Bryson Ren and the Social Network. We'll get around to it. Yeah, yeah, that could be the watch along. Yeah, <laughs> naturally, let's do a watch along where we watch the Social Network and have people chime in with us. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> we can like uh you know you know those like Disney old Disney VHS tapes the Disney sing along sing a song yeah yeah we'll have like a little uh icon going above the subtitle so people can also <laughs> to talk, so recite the movie as it goes along well so uh, to that point do you think we could get um we could just get the script and instead of doing a watch along just read it so like yeah. have people do play like different roles. I think that's even better. We could definitely find a script for the social network online. Network? Okay. Because uh, I don't, I, I feel like legally there's also some like uh, less potentially negative copyright things to come of that. That's true. So. This, this is like our take, our satirical take on mm -hmm. it. Yes. Uh, it's a spoof, right? Parody art is okay art. Be kind, rewind. Yeah. So Cookie, uh, Cookie is not going to go with Lisa's emo. So he's going to tweak his little thing. Uh, now, next scene, Ned is in class buying on Susie. Moe's is like, you know, I could just ask Susie if she likes you. He's like, would you? And then she gets distracted because Coconut Head comes into the study hall or whatever looking for her. So she's like, I gotta go. And then jumps into a trash can and Gordy rolls her away. Something to point out is every time Coconut Head appears, he has one more rose. Oh, really? The first time he shows up, he has one rose. This next time he has two roses two. with him. It's getting more and more next, intense. Next time he shows up, he's going to have three roses. Yes. Uh, and now we get a tip segment. Hey, it was a very smooth transition, too. Yeah, Ned's going to look at the camera and say, like, 
You want to know how to find out if someone likes you? Here are some tips. And I'm glad they like got it out right of the way. It yep. was there was no reason to hold it off. Yeah. Um, so we'll look at those tips um, after, but essentially the emphasis here is on just being direct with people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the best approach here. That's what what you should do. Uh, Ned is going to try an indirect approach where he like pops up around every corner and says hello to Susie, which I think is kind of strange. Yeah, kinda I was thinking that too. Like imagine. Imagine you you were trying to you were trying to court Jenna for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know you know all the entire layout of Leslie. Yeah. You say hi to her. She's exiting a door. Yeah. And you you like you clearly go in a different direction than her. Mm-hmm. You and run then... as fast as you can to get to where she's going. Yeah. You're, you're like a little bit out of breath. She sees you. You say hi. She doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like you clearly go in two different directions again. You get to where she's supposed to be. You're out of breath. She acknowledges that she's been seeing you everywhere. Yeah. Did this work point, in it's, No, it's like weird because it's in a matter of like 30 seconds. <laughs> and Ned is clearly sweating. Yeah, he's uh, exhausted after running around the school. So I don't think it's going to do much for Susie. And Mose pops out of the trash can that is now next to Ned after he bolted around to impress Susie. Uh, she's like... Mose is like, so she likes you. And Ned's like, I don't think so. And then Mose gets up in the trash can, like uh, like legs sticking out of the bottom, and then walks away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good visual humor. It is. I, I think it's pretty funny here. And Cookie is, uh, he's back. They're still in the hallway. And so Cookie's going to say that he put his health records in, his favorite hobbies. He uh, rebooted the algorithm. What'd you say? His shoe size as well. His shoe size, yes. Um, and... Instead, now it's going to say Nurse uh, Nurse Hunsucker. That's right. Uh, to which Ned says, what exactly are your hobbies? <laughs> and Cookie does not clarify. Yes. Uh, what hobbies existed so that he could be matched with Nurse Hunsucker? I actually I'm think it's sure. the health records that tipped him over. You think so? It's because yeah. he, he put in the health records? Because think of it like this. The school's going to have his health records, which mm-hmm. Nurse Hunsucker will be able to reference. Okay. The algorithm is going to be like, all right, I have these health records. Who else has these health records? Oh, Nurse uh, Hunsucker. Mm-hmm. Cookie must love her. Do you think on a dating app, uh, a nurse typically puts in there like, um, like bonus if I get to see your health records? It wouldn't hurt, right? Yeah. Do you like? Do you like? Please bring health records on your first date. Like if I was if I were going on a first date with a nurse who I really wanted to impress, mm-hmm. and she told me to bring my health records, mm-hmm. I'd think about it. Yeah, I think that um, there's probably some violations there, but if you do it willingly, I guess maybe not, right? Yeah, like, I mean, like it, it, I'm just giving her my health records as a date. Yeah, I feel like it's I'm a great it's a gray area though if the nurse is actively asking for them. I uh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. But, like, is it morally gray or ethically gray? I think maybe both. Both? Yeah. I think it goes goes against definitely the ethics. And morally, I don't think you probably should should really inquire about anyone's health records. Uh, or, like, kind of pressure them into revealing their, own, their health records. That's a good point. It is a bit morally gray, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I feel like I've said health records one too many times. <laughs> uh, and so I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> Uh, okay, Coconut Head is still running for Moe's. Moe's hides behind Ned and Cookie. 
Moe's doesn't want to hide from Coconut Head forever. The reason why she's hiding, though, is because she hopes that Seth is going to ask her. And it's easier to tell Coconut Head, like, oh, someone already asked me. Versus, like, I don't want to go with you. Bryce, is it always better to be honest about your feelings? Um, yeah. Or is it okay to sit in the trash sometimes? Yeah, Moses is going to faceplant the trash a lot here. And I feel like I would... I would advise to just be open and honest rather than faceplant the trash. If someone asks you out and you're not interested, just say no. Yeah. I, um, I subscribe to the Tinder subreddit and <laughs> very often people will post on there. Uh, like top rated posts will be like decided to be a decent person today. And it shows like someone responding back to a date and being like, Hey, I had a really nice time. You're super nice, but sadly, like I'm just not into you. And I hope that, you find someone who is great for you yeah and then they're like oh thanks so much and like that's all it takes it's how to bow out gracefully yeah uh check out the tinder subreddit though i will i'll look into it i'll see uh yeah. mm -hmm. i like i like a little bit of drama oh speaking of nicole and i started watching love island like actively current season love island yes we're caught up wow so i i do not watch love island <laughs> um oh, bryce i think you would love it i know i would i've watched beca uh, because the wheel spin i watched the first episode of the first season and i thought it was the funniest thing that i've ever seen um and i know i know for a fact that i would think it's the funniest thing i've ever seen i wanted to watch uh, and jen and i watched like 10 minutes of too hot to handle uh -huh. which i thought was are you familiar with too hot to handle i've heard of it so similar concept except um they can't like touch right that's their thing yeah every time that they like kiss or touch or like make certain physical contacts they lose a set amount of money from the shared pot and then at the end of it they all walk home with like split evenly whatever the amount of money is um and like the first season they make like 10 bucks each or something yeah so i thought that was a really fun concept but it was too and it was like wasn't funny enough Love Island uh, is very funny. Yeah. Uh, I think at one point in time, I'll give in to Love Island. But there's just... It's, so... all, it's all on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, I, I know. I, I follow Big Brother, though, at the same oh. time. All right. Um, and so that's that's my like primary summer show. Uh, I think eventually, though, I'll end up giving in. Because it's just so... It seems like something that's so funny. So it's Pure entertainment. Yeah. Uh, and drama. As, <laughs> as we got off yes. topic to, to mention okay um most takes the gordy yeah <laughs> yeah gordy take me to woodshop gordy takes her away ned wants to hang out with Susie. wishes that there was a way they could hang out and uh luckily mr monroe who's organizing the dance is like hey does anyone want to skip their next class to come and help out with decorating the dance sure and ned seizes the opportunity to hang mm -hmm. out with Susie. yeah uh, Ned is a bit of a disaster here. Yeah, we get a montage of Ned smiling creepily, spilling mm -hmm. juice all over <laughs> Susie's shirt. Yes. Blasting her with glue. Glue. Uh, essentially tarn feathering her. Yep. And then leaving her hanging on a banner after he removes the ladder she was standing on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, poor Susie. And I don't know if you heard later in the episode, but she got injuries from all this. I did. Yeah. Yeah. She's actively injured. In fact, she thought no one would ask her to the dance because she gets so injured. She was uh, so badly <laughs> hurt today. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and Ned doesn't apologize, is not held accountable for his actions. This is the most Cory-like that we've seen Ned behave. It is, <laughs> but I, I think it works. It does. It, it's funny. Because he's so, like, obliviously in love that I think it uh, is vital to his character that he isn't actually, like, he's, he likes the idea of liking Susie. Yeah. But I don't think that he is at the point where he's mature enough to actually care about her or about her feelings or thoughts which is why she he doesn't have like a real conversation with her of any substance it's just Ned's i'm gonna stare at you this episode is self-sabotage yeah yeah um okay so his next plan because that obviously didn't work is to get claire sawyer to present him with a 750 page document which she refers to as the standard do you like me um form and Claire advises Ned to just use the direct approach. And he's like, okay, but if I did that, like, why would I pay you? She's like, you don't. If someone handed me a 750 page, do you like me note? Mm -hmm. I would simply never speak to them again. Really? I'd read it. Would you read it? It, That's just such an intense 750 expression of emotion like what could be in there like i'd be curious but i feel like the more i would read it the more upset or unsettling it would become Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day it's a 750 page insecurity note yes it's a lack of confidence Mm -hmm. it's a lack of belief in yourself and it's a lack of human connection yeah well and so i liked what i liked about this is that middle school the typical do you like me note is just like uh do you like me check yes or no folded yeah. paper slid to them and so i like that this show like takes it to the next level with a 750 page document from claire sawyer future lawyer it is the logical extreme mm-hmm. of the love note it's absolutely fantastic um and so then ned tries to put it um into her locker into Susie's locker um, but in order to break in Hella's Gordy help, Gordy uses a stethoscope. <laughs> um, and he cracks it like a real like safe. Robber would crack a mm-hmm. safe. Which is yeah, Gordy like he I cannot say enough great things about Gordy. MVP. Every, yeah, everything he says and does is hysterical. I don't know if it's just really supposed to like connect with adults or because as a kid I thought he was really funny too. Me but, too. I, he's like the standout in every every single thing that he's doing here. I'm actually surprised at how much funnier I find him mm-hmm. as an adult. Like yep. his his style of humor is not nearly as juvenile as I remember it being. No. And his no. deadpan is the perfect contrast to his like fairly odd parents' roles. Yes. Uh, Cody's gonna successfully break into this middle school girl's locker, uh, which again he has the key for. Um, so he doesn't need to break in, but he does. Uh, they put the 750 page document in quick. Susie's coming. Let's run and hide. They run and hide. Susie opens it, gets smacked with the document, falls over. Uh, and then Ned rolls to Ned. Yeah. Uh, Ned picks it up. Gordy says, run. And they Scooby-Doo-esque run away. Yeah. Ned has (laughs) given Susie the beating of a lifetime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she. What an awful day for her. (laughs) All she wanted to do was help decorate for the dance. Um, 
and this is what happens. She and she like I think what's even harder is that we see her at the end of this episode still wearing the like feathers and the glue and the juice. So she didn't even have a change of clothes. She couldn't get it out. No. Uh so this is when we get kind of like the the climax of the episode. Uh Ned approaches a trash can Moe's is like Ned if you want to be like my best friend can you do this for me Ned's like I'm already your best friend so we get that confirmation that those two are really uh in it together and Cookie is the the sidebar this the sidebar the sidekick wheel third wheel yeah uh and so Ned has been um, coaxed by Moe's to go and approach Coconut Head and say, hey, Coconut Head, uh, Moe's doesn't want to go to the dance with you. Important to point out, Coconut Head's flowers have wilted by oh, this Because he's been chasing her so long. They're all dead. Yeah. So Ned finally gets to her, and sure enough, uh, he's like, oh, well, I didn't want to go with her. Uh, Seth asked me to ask her. I then, loved this twist. Yes, and so Seth comes over, Oh man, uh, I guess I should have just done the direct approach and asked her, do you want to go to the dance with me? He says it looking up as he says that Susie walks through a door, thinks that Susie's like, oh, Seth's asking me. And Susie's like, of course, I didn't think anyone would ask me with all these injuries. And then and, she throws out the milkshake she was drinking. Yes. In the Moe's trash. <laughs> and all is well that ends well. Uh, Ned and Moe's got duped uh Susie and seth are going to the dance together Moses is covered in milkshake after hiding in the trash can all day for no reason yeah and they just need something to cheer them up ren uh, what's he gonna was, make things better yeah what cookie things must be going well for you after you got matched with going to the dance with a nurse uh he finally he fixed the algorithm one more time He's made it so the algorithm is going to pair him with someone who's going to love him unconditionally, always be loyal, and happy to see him. Which, of course, will be Martika. Uh, he spins the wheel, and it's a Siberian Husky. Love it. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's exactly what Ned and Moe's needed to cheer them the heck up, is Cookie getting matched to go to the dance with a Siberian Husky. Woo! Great fun segment. It was, yeah, I think non-stop and really just like from every single scene to every single scene it was good i think my biggest tweak on it on just this like segment would be mo's uh moses like hiding out in the trash can to me got old after got a little old. bit yeah yeah i found it in, i don't think it got old for me i found it mainly inoffensive by the end <laughs> i liked the different gags they did with it i liked uh gordy driving her around i like her standing up yep yeah they did they did as much as they could yeah and then they also did one where the trash can was smaller than Moe's. um so like almost like a mary poppins type effect where she pops out of it and it's like there's no way that she could actually be in that trash can but yeah you're right i appreciate the commitment to the bit yes yeah they they did everything that they could with it uh i just felt like Storyline wise, I wanted to see a little bit, uh, just some, something a little bit different from her, you know? Yeah, it would have been interesting. Like, it, it would have been more interesting to see Moe's place in this position, but I have a feeling we're going to see her getting romantic storylines later, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like a huge loss. No. 
Um, okay, so let's check out these tips. Okay. Here, we only have just the two, just the two formal tips. We get information, but not presented in the form of tips other than uh, yeah. these two. So we get the uh, tip number 909.1a, uh, the direct approach, just ask, backpack. Okay, yeah, it's uh, th that's it. It's the direct approach, just ask. I think that's a good smart tip. Yeah, like easier, better to, and I think that's, it's not even just with like talking to a crush, but anything that you're kind of scared or nervous about, it's easier yeah. to just be upfront, right? It's, it's harder. harder. Yeah, it's harder for sure. But it's more worthwhile and it pays off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really good tip personally, like an A, uh, a or S tier, Ren. I'm thinking S tier. Yeah. I think that's a perfect tip. And especially after last week's like so-so tips, I, this was a, a really nice Change new tip for us. So, all right, tip 909.1B. So this is kind of in tandem uh, with the other one. Uh, it's indirect approach, get noticed, try a simple hello. I mean, like it's, it is, is the goal, if the goal here is to ask mm -hmm. someone out yeah. from saying hello, then I don't think this is smart. Uh, I feel like it gets a foot in the door, but it there's not a lot more to build up. You, you, yeah, there needs to be more build up. Yeah, like but, the hello is just the bare minimum beginning. Because mm -hmm. then at that point, it's like the only way that there's going to be a genuine connection there is if it's like, then that person later on is having a conversation, and the person who's been saying hello happens to get brought up, and then it's like, oh yeah, they always say hello to me. It's like, oh maybe then they can learn more about it, but it needs to be more than just hello. Yeah. Like, hello, like, how are you doing today? Or, um, would you like to go to Panera? Hello. Just say hello. Ren, what's your, uh, what, uh, give me like a, um, not a bad, but not a good pickup line. Not a bad, but not a good yeah. pickup line. Yeah. <sighs> like, not, not even like a pickup line, but like, if you were trying to like, get to know someone a little bit better or like. Something like that. Like, what'd you? Uh, okay, I, I think I get it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, something like in the middle of the road, something you think might work, but it could also backfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a questions game, like a playing sure. a 20 questions game. Sure, sure. Yeah. That could very easily backfire. Mm -hmm. But it could okay. also be a good idea. You want to play 20 questions? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, if you spring that up, hello, do you want to play, play 20 <laughs> questions? <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, uh, and then immediately, uh, if whatever their response is, just be like, "Okay, I'll go first. Uh, are you thinking of a person, place, or thing?" <laughs> you know, that's when yeah. her romance romance buds. Right there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking about like. Um, do you want to play the question? Hey, do you want to play the questions game? I ask you something about you. You ask me something about me. Or like, uh, hey, do you want to watch Toy Story three on DVD? I just got it on DVD. You can come over <laughs> to my house. Yeah, I, d I don't have a DVD player, but luckily uh, my brother, uh, who uh, he moved out, he has a PlayStation 4, and that can play discs. We can hang so, out in the room. It's okay. Yeah, so we can watch. No, that's okay. That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. At that point, that's a little... I don't think that's effective. <laughs> I don't know. So this tip, the indirect approach, get noticed, try a simple hello. 
<laughs> like a seat is this a, a seat here yeah it's it's the bare minimum of conversation yeah like it's a greeting mm -hmm. it's like saying to breathe while you're mm -hmm. walking yeah like, so yeah, uh, we know so speaking of greeting ren let's uh say hello to this next segment uh, uh school dances live from dances with wolves dance mm -hmm. ned television nt yeah so ned is hosting the red carpet here which is odd. It's a great night for fun and tips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great night for fun and great night for tips. <laughs> yes, that's going to make me uh, want to watch more. <laughs> All right. So we get right off the bat, we get some tips here about like how to like pre pre dance stuff to think about. Right. So like yeah. you can how to dress for a dance when we cool and comfortable. We see uh, cookies wearing a full on suit. Um, Cookie has a like his dressing is always interesting this is something i'm noticing about cookie a running theme they put him in the most elaborate costumes yeah um he whether it's like a full-on uh what was it not satin what was he wearing it was like a was it silk yeah like a nice yeah i don't know he but he's always wearing something wacky like uh and like in the first episode even when he's he has the jacket that Puppy. sears together. Oh. Yeah. Um, so we get this. We That's what we learn about Cookie. Uh, the weasel runs through the red carpet. That's right. That's a weasel. Yeah. Uh, and we see Mose is arriving with her friends, including Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. And right. Lisa Zemo. And Lisa Zemo. Yeah, so it's quite the crew. And uh, Ned, just as a general reminder, tells tells us if you have a date, it's always a good idea to show up with the date. Which Seth has not. <laughs> Seth, Seth messed up. Have you ever done this, Bryce? <laughs> Seth is like, what planet is he from? <laughs> no, I've never done this, but it's, uh, I'm both amazed and not at everything that we learn about Seth Powers. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. He lives in he, his own world. He does. He absolutely lives in his own world. It's his own little planet. Everything is about him for sure. And with that said, it's like I, anything that he has never interacted with is a large hurdle for him. <laughs> There's a lot to figure out for him <laughs> if he's never interacted with it or done it before or if it involves someone else. Right. Uh, so he, Seth did not show up with Susie, and Susie's going to show up and is upset that Seth did not meet her in the parking lot, and she says, we're through. This is done. She also doesn't like his outfit. Yes, Seth has shown up wearing what he always wears, which is like his basketball uh, outfit. I don't know, his onesie. School colors. onesie. Yes, and then he says, yeah, school colors, baby. Go Wolves. <laughs> Um, is he potentially a, a spawn of Austin Powers? I think he's like an uh, like mm -hmm. one of Austin Powers' sons. Yes, that would make a lot of sense here. Uh, same last name, uh, same kind of like level of oblivious <laughs> obliviousness, but also at the same time, just assuming that everybody loves him. Uh. <laughs> Austin Powers went on a uh, North American love tour yeah. during, uh, during 1990 to 1991. <laughs> <laughs> that could be uh, Austin Powers could also we could uh, that could be another one of the potential 
watch-alongs. That'd be a fun watch-along. I yeah. love the first Austin Powers. Yeah. All right. Um, and this is, we get a, a nice reminder that this show is from the era that it is because people on the red carpet are winding up their reusable cameras. <laughs> we like to hear the, the winding sound. Uh, I never, I almost never used those growing up. Oh, really? We had like, yeah. I remember though when my dad bought a clunky like silver camcorder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? That I have fond memories of. Yes. Those, those cameras. My, my parents called me a few weeks ago and they were like, hey, we're getting rid of some stuff. Do you have any need for this um, I for this video camera that I had a video camera in like middle school? Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is massive. It only uses tapes. And I was like, <laughs> um, no, uh, but it's incredible. Right. And then like yeah. my my phone can do you know, so much better technology. Uh, OK. Uh, we get the setup for this. So we get the intro. Now we're in the dance. We're in the thick of it. And we get the three like storylines, the objectives that we will be following throughout the evening. Okay. Ned explains he wants to dance with Susie tonight. Cookie explains that he has hacked into Martika's GPS. (laughs) (laughs) And is actively rerouting her to the middle school. And this is something that we're just supposed to accept, right? This is like, okay, sure, Cookie could do this. I think this is the funniest thing that Ned's declassified so far is like put on the table and been like, eat. Yeah, <laughs> just just let this happen. Um, there's so little questions about it, we're, but it happens. Cookie reroutes uh, an adult to his middle school dance. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Gordy who Gordy gets his time in the in the sun here uh, gets a nice storyline Gordy has a net and he wants to tango with the weasel tonight Bryce yeah why is Gordy working the night shift <laughs> it's like um maybe he's a chaperone I was thinking that maybe the night shift is very late like yeah. Gordy's usually here this late anyways because his shift's ending and the night shift starts at like nine or something. Yeah, or like 11, 11 p.m. to five a.m. It's like in the dead. Of <laughs> but there's always a mess, so they need a night guy because Gordon can never get it all by Gordy himself. Does, no. All right, and then Mose reminds all three of them: it's a dance, just have fun. Okay, so she gives them all a reality check. They're not going to listen. Um, and Gordy, his response to it uh, says. The female may have a point about you guys, but I'm going to catch that weasel. And then he ducks out? Does Gordy not know Moses' name? Well, she goes by Jennifer and Mose. It's hard. Yeah, it's confusing. So it's just easier to just the female. Something I want to point out is mm-hmm. when Ned walked into this shot, it's like a split second. There's like this great shot of Ned running up to Mose at the table. Oh, yeah. I It just caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. He's excited. Uh, Ren, would you ever DJ a school dance? Uh, DJ Reno Fox here. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's quite a task. I gotta be honest. I don't know if I had to play music straight for two hours. That was like age, not just to say like, oh, like all my music is like not age appropriate, but like danceable, like fun music, you know, for two hours straight. No, I, it would, um, 
we'd get stuck with Black Eyed Peas uh, music for about half of the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Mr. Monroe is the DJ tonight. And he's excited about the real life wolf. <laughs> Should be coming soon. Get ready, kids. He's the only one who seems to show any care in the world about a real live wolf coming to James K. Polk Middle School. Yeah, these, I, these kids are not as excited about the wolf mm-hmm. as they should be. But to be fair, is the dance really the right place? For a wolf? Yeah. No. No. The bad place for a wolf? <laughs> I don't know where the right place is. Like, I was like, maybe a pep rally, but... Even that seems... I, I, I'd be afraid of the pep wolf, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, kids. All those people screaming, that wolf yeah. is insane. <laughs> Where is the right place to incorporate a wolf into the, the high school year, then? Um, like, graduation, maybe? Like... It, I don't it's know. Quiet? Now that I'm thinking about it, th- like, the wolf at a dance, there are a lot of lights there, the music's mm-hmm. loud. Mm-hmm. Kids would be freaking out. Yeah. I feel like this was a disaster waiting to happen. What about during like um during midterms? We bring the wolf out for to yeah um, to Make like everyone calm down. Yeah, <laughs> relaxation and calming week. <laughs> yeah, let Go. the wolf patrol the halls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I don't think I get why Mister Monroe is so excited, but I I think planning wise, a wolf at the school dance is maybe not a great idea all it would take is one kid running away in fear for that wolf to start <laughs> running and eating people and the wolves are pack animals so the fact they're bringing a single wolf by themselves they brought the most alpha wolf yeah mm-hmm. his pack is falling behind shortly yep All right, Ned's gonna let us know that there's always a brave kid who breaks the ice uh, at dances. So when it's time to dance, the boys and the girls will separate naturally, and then this one kid is gonna uh, bring them all together. In this case, it'll be Backpack Boy, who is this relatable for you? Yes, really. Um, so not not so much the boys and girls separate, but the no one dancing, and then what it takes like one brave kid to start it. Yes. Okay. That's my high school experience. Yeah. Uh, I, neither one, I felt like all the dances I went to in school, like, mm-hmm. people were dancing, there weren't, like, anyone's, no one was split up with, like, boys versus girls. Yeah, no. No. But, um, in terms of, like, getting on the dance floor, I feel like it was, all, like, there was one kid who I went to high school with in my mind who was, like, always the one to, like, start it. Yeah. Or, alternatively, um, it just takes, like, one good song. Right. Like one good song could turn the beat around. Like, uh, what what would you say is one good song to turn the beat around? Um, so in when I was in high school, they played Friday, like Rebecca Black's Friday. All right. Um, early on in the dance, like maybe the second or third song, and it was on a Friday, and it was like at the height of its, I don't know, meme ability. So that got everyone out there. I yeah. feel like uh find like a scrubs like the scrubs soundtrack on spotify just play i that. can't do this oh my God. yeah every, get out there mm-hmm. uh the wedding singer musical broadway mm-hmm. would that would also bring the kids out onto the dance floor <laughs> i mean it wouldn't like uh turn them away right mm. we could put some johnny mathis okay yeah uh, that'll get him daybreak by michael haggins mm-hmm. I just <laughs> 
It's royalty free, so we can sing it. We can. All right. Oh, so now Susie's thing all episode is going to be Seth keeps pissing her off and winning her back. I love this gag. Mm -hmm. Why do you Uh, like it so much? I, I, it's just, I like the, how quickly it flips back and forth. Yeah. I love, uh, Seth trying to appease Susie, how quickly she breaks it off. I like how petty she is with all of her breakups. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the first time it happens, I was kind of like, oh, okay, so they're, they're not gonna really commit to it. Nope. Then they get back together, and then they break up again. Mm-hmm. And then they get back together in, like, another second, and then they break up again. Yeah. Then they get back together, and, like... The stretch of 30 seconds. And it's, I think I, I liked it a lot because it reminds me a lot of the middle school experience. Yes, of I completely one, agree. You know, one day, and like when you're going out in middle school, like it doesn't matter. Like it, it isn't real yeah. going out, at least at, when, when I was in middle school. And so it would be like one day you'd be like, oh, did you hear that they're going out? And then like at lunch, it'd be like, oh my gosh, they broke up. Yeah. By the end uh, of the day, they're back together. They are. And because the issue, the the reasons here, so like we talked about at the beginning, it was like because of Seth ditch, like, showing up without her uh, or like due to Seth's outfit. And then um, Seth brings her the wrong kind of ice cream. Right. Well, but then first Seth changes into his best warm ups to get her back. Yes. So then it's, oh, Seth, you do care. Yep. And then, then he brings her the wrong flavor ice cream. Vanilla. Yeah. I hate vanilla. We're totally off. But then he brings her lemonade. I love lemonade. How did you know? We're back together. I love just how petty and impulsive and how mm-hmm. quickly it all happens. No, it's it's really, really funny. Yeah. Because, like, when you're a kid, mm-hmm. when you're, like, in middle school and high school and your girlfriend breaks up with you, you will, like, do everything you can immediately to fix mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And that's it's, it's, it plays off so well here because Ned's whole thing is trying to get a dance with Susie. And he can only do so during the time in which she is broken up with Seth. Uh, and it adds so, some nice tension to the episode. It does. Uh, where every single time Ned tries to do it. And so um, Cookie officially hacks the GPS. Gordy uh, is up high and then jumps and slides down on the food table to try to catch the weasel. Unsuccessfully. And Ned's still sitting around waiting for Susie. Moe's approaches. You can't sit around all night. Um based on a, trying to get a five-point plan to work, and he's like, it's not a five-point, it's a three-point plan. Shows it. Um, and then Ned is like, here's some tips. Dance tips. Oh, you forgot. Susie and Seth broke up again. Oh, yeah? Why, why did they break up this time? Seth stepped on Susie's foot. Yes. Yeah, I, did, I ended up not writing. If you remember them, feel free to chime <laughs> in, but I, I did not uh, continue to write down their on-again, off-again, because it was I, just... I have them all chronicled, don't worry. Okay, okay good, yeah. Uh, so we get some tips about, like, oh, if you need to get across the dance floor, you can dance your way. Do a monkey dance, uh, put your arms in the air, yeah. people will be very scared. <laughs> so they, naturally, no one will be near you. Yeah. Like, oh, that boy is scary. Is that a ghost? What, what, why is Ned doing that? That's a strange dance. Very odd. In the bathroom. And um, Durga is... Durga time. Here. Yeah. Uh, D- Durga is, like, the ideal school chaperone in my she opinion is. she is enforcing the holy ghost yeah uh she is she's like you can't stand too close together arms length apart which like yes i've heard that before um 
And then it's funny. So she turns and she screams before the scene cuts away from her. She turns and screams, hey, what are you doing with that lemonade? <laughs> She's like, that's a joke for us adults, right? Yeah. Um, and Ned says, "Let's uh, another one of the tips is try breaking the ice with a cool beverage. So he gets some lemonade. And then the cool crew is like, we love lemonade. They drink it. They crush it on their head. I love them taking Ned away and putting him in the huge crew mosh pit. Yeah. And the fact it's like reflected from like a, like a, I, I don't even know what we're looking at. Looking at it from, but the fact that it's in black and white and they just like put Ned back and forth for 15 seconds. It's like they thunderdome him. And it's like, there's the way I was looking at it was like school security cameras. Uh, Cause it's like oh, in that right. black and white, like almost like in the corner um, you just see this cool crew top, like from a top-down view, like throwing net all over the place. Yeah, uh, it's so good. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I also like it because it implies that at one point the dance was playing mosh music. Uh, <laughs> either that, or they were just moshing to whatever was played. Well, Monroe really wanted to get them to dance. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we'll right. mm-hmm. as Ned leaves his Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. He overhears that Susie can't stay mad at Seth. Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. So they're back together. Man, what a bummer. Would you eat cheddar weasel popcorn? <laughs> Losing it. Uh, I didn't, yeah, I, I wrote the weasel. Uh, I, I said weasel in food bowl. <laughs> yeah, we. No, I. I would try to avoid popcorn if I saw that the weasel was in it. <laughs> he's having fun, you know? He's just uh, doing what weasels do. Boys being boys. Yeah. This is what they do. Um, Cookie, before uh, before the supermodel shows up, checks his uh, program one more time. He's like, maybe it'll confirm. Like, it was just wrong. And it just confirms that the Siberian Husky was his perfect match. Red, was this only here... Um, to, like, remind the audience about this? It is. Yeah. But I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I, I didn't think so either. But I um, I didn't think it was needed. Here. I don't think it's necessarily needed, but I think the reminder is helpful, and I think it makes sense given Ned's demographic. Yeah. Like, yeah. also, this is a show that would have been airing with a bunch of commercials mm-hmm. in between two segments. Yeah. So... For like, for as it, it's not needed from like a writing perspective because we have the full context. Yeah. But as like viewing it live, I can give it a pass. Yeah. And yeah, it, but- at the end of the day, it's ineffective. It's just like letting us know that Cookie has this program, the Siberian Husky, mm-hmm. getting us prepared for the bait and switch. Yeah. So it's letting us know. So uh, while this happens, so or right after Lisa Zemo approaches Cookie. Um, and asks if he'd like to dance with her. He's like, I'm already here with someone who's not here yet. And then Lisa's like, uh, well, I'm, can I dance next to you while you stand there? And he's like, uh, sure. And she you da- actually like, made a cookie sound nicer than he actually was. He says yeah, he's he was, obviously here with someone. He, yeah. he was very dismissive. He was pretty rude. Yeah. But uh, Lisa here was super endearing. Yeah, she was. I thought this was, this little scene was cute. Yeah. And it, it's um, building up this idea of Lisa liking Cookie. And I don't know if it, like, 
is it too in our face or is it just the right amount i think right now it's uh it, it, it's definitely in our face, but I actually like that because Nickelodeon shows and shows for this demographic generally don't have this kind of continuity and consistency. Yeah. And I also like it from like a, not to spoil too much for people who are watching along for the first time, but like, it's a nice little, it's foreshadowing a nice little bait and switch with how cookie feels towards her later, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think is with watching it now with the context that I know what'll be, it makes this little segment between them, the buildup so much better. Definitely. Yeah, I, um, the vibes that I get is, you know, in Hey Arnold, there's always the kid that pops up behind Helga and breathes really heavily. Um, I I always just think of that, um, when I see her just because of like, she also has that whole, like, like that. She, uh, yeah, she is like him, but I feel like as a character. Yes. Like more, more, exactly. Like more built out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I wrote, we gonna call the shots. And at first I was like, why did I write that? And it's because that's the song that is playing while they're at the dance. Is that? Uh, okay, I was gonna ask, why did you write that? <laughs> we gonna call the shots. We gonna, we gonna call the shots, shots. We gonna call the shots, shots. Yeah, something like that. Bryce, speaking of calling the shots, mm-hmm. the wolf is here. Oh boy, Monroe's again, the only one who cares, rushes over to the cage. Oh my gosh, what happened, Ren? What did what did she say happened to the wolf? The wolf came down with the sniffles. Oh, that's right. The wolf got sick. Yeah. Um, so the zookeeper brought a Siberian husky. Oh. <laughs> a dog. Yeah. The that's dog's cool. still fun. <laughs> I love Monroe's disappointment. <laughs> he is he's so bothered by it. He's like, oh. Uh, I guess people will like the dog, right? Like, I hope so. Um, and it's like all i know is that the dog loves the people yeah oh uh, it's it's honestly for the better monroe that you didn't just bring a live wolf into this room with a bunch of middle schoolers we know how that worked out for Corey. yeah uh, so husky that we see the subarian husky and it looks like cookie it has love eyes for him <laughs> ned and gordy kind of catch up with like how things have been going um <laughs> They they give each other updates. I wrote Gordy is a Star Wars fan, and I was like, again, I was like, what what are these notes? And it's Why did because you write that? it's because Gordy looks at Ned at the end of this and says, "I gotta go. I need the high ground." All right. Yeah. So for you prequel memers out there, Gordy has the high ground. It's over. Oh no! It's over. It's over, Ned. It's over, Weasel. I the high ground. Now. <laughs> Man, I can't believe that this is all building up for the dramatic fight between Gordy and the Weasel, in which the Weasel, uh, Gordy does a backflip and cuts off the Weasel's arms, and then the Weasel drags its body out of some lava. I loved you, the Weasel. You were a brother to me. Brother. Liar! <laughs> you oh, no, what is it? Yes, <laughs> Let's just do Revenge of the Sith for our 50th. Yeah, Revenge of the 50th. Oh my gosh. They're so, <laughs> like, I, the prequel meme community does so much for those movies to make them, they in my do? opinion, much stronger. But, like, even so, um, they're so good. Like, I just, I, 
scene after scene in that movie is unforgettable. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Moe's walks up to Ned with a new tip on a written down and the new tip is don't not don't waste your whole night chasing a dream when you could have fun dancing with friends uh ned's like this is cool uh i don't need this his bitterness is (laughs) so real yeah like he good acting from him he captured that like contempt you feel as a kid when someone's offering you help you don't want yeah like even like even like as an adult like people feel that and it's this is like um moe's I don't know. Moses is such an interesting character because here, like, she's so down to earth. Yeah. And she's so logical. Um, and like seems to be the anchor, especially to the three plots that we have going on here. But then last episode, like not last episode, last segment, Moses was hiding out in trash cans. Uh, I think but like I think the difference here is that Moses is in a setting where she's confident and comfortable and at the dance. Yeah. Like I'm willing to excuse this and see it as not character inconsistency. Mm-hmm. But more like layers. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because like, I, think of it, she comes with all her friends. Mm-hmm. She's already made peace with the fact that she doesn't have a date. She's yeah. decided that she just wants to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to do it. And uh, Cookie, he's about to have some fun because Martika has arrived. That's right. <laughs> she made it to her photo shoot. I didn't think this was going to happen. Me neither. I thought it was going to be like a one-off joke. Mm-hmm. At the start of the episode. No. But her arriving, just, it adds so much to the Cookie Martika Siberian Husky love triangle. Yeah. Or even love quad angle, if we want to throw Lisa Zemo in there. Which we definitely do. Yeah. (laughs) So Martika shows up. She's like, this is the weirdest photo shoot I've ever been to. And then Cookie's like, well, you have to dance. Uh, The cameras are everywhere. You have to dance with me. And she doesn't ask any questions. She dances. She lets Cookie rest his head on her chest while they dance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not for long, though. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Cookie gets his uh, comeuppance for this. Yes, because the Siberian Husky is jealous of Martika and will uh, uh, charges full on at Martika and tackles her. Presumably gives her rabies, given an offhand yes. line we hear later. I wrote down that line, and I can't wait to say it. It was, I think, the best line of the of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so chases Martika out. Cookie is crushed. Uh, Moe's again goes to Ned and is like, hey, there's a few songs left. This dance is almost over. Um, you haven't even danced. And Ned's like, I kind of danced with the huge crew. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know, at least he's taking it in stride. Yeah, he is that going for him. I actually so, really like the huge crew. Yeah, I, I do too. They're so funny. They've been they've been used really well. Um, not just as like the stereotypical bully, but their obsession with Ned. It's it's endearing and it's hysterical. And I love yeah. that like he's put off by it because mm-hmm. who wouldn't be put off by three intimidating <laughs> like girls having a crush on you when you're in middle school? Yeah. Because they, they it's it's a uh, hilarious concept because they love him but they don't know how to verbalize it so they just like beat on him <laughs> like they they don't know what to do they just push him around they just like make fun of him they harass him um well like it's out yeah. of genuine love for it him. is yeah all right and then 
this is when we get Moe's who who recaps the night's outcomes to Ned. She says, your huge plans left you alone. A major supermodel has to get shots and go <laughs> and Gordy's probably dead. <laughs> it had me this line had me in stitches because it's so realistic, right? She Moe's totally gets what's happening here. He does? Um and yep, now something interesting here though. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Mose invokes reality mm-hmm. and like explicitly tells Ned that this is middle school, it's not a fairy tale. Yeah. And that him wasting his night waiting for Susie is not going to end with him having his cake and eating it too. But, but... this kind of ties back into what we said in our very first episode of Ned's mm-hmm. about how Gordy is the gender you wish you had. Yeah. Like, he's the adult figure who you wish was in your corner when you're growing up. Mm -hmm. He has Ned's back, all the students' backs, realistically, but specifically Ned, Moe's, and Cookie has, and in this case, Ned's back, like 110%. And he's given the choice, a very clear choice of, he has a clear shot. He's uh, sitting on atop the basketball hoop. He has a clear shot to swing down on a rope and capture the weasel. Or a clear shot to help Ned out by grabbing Seth's basketball. What would you do, Ren? Bryce, I mm-hmm. would do the right thing. Yeah. I would knock that boy's basketball out of his hands. Yes. Do it for Ned. He goes, he grabs it, he audibly screams, yoink. <laughs> and he says, you want the ball? You want the ball? Go get it. And he rolls the ball, the Seth's basketball, uh, down the hall. And Seth goes to get it. And Susie is, of course, like, you're leaving me for a basketball? And Seth screams, yeah. And she's like, well, we're done. And it's that's over. Ned swoops in. Mm-hmm. And she agrees to dance with Ned. I like that the episode chooses to give Ned a win instead of end with a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the less a lesson would have been lazy. And a lesson would have betrayed the setting, even if it would have made sense mm-hmm. for a more authentic middle school experience. Yeah. But, like, you can still explore that authentic middle school experience by, you know, mm-hmm. having your dance. Ned felt that loneliness the whole night. He did waste his night. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't change anything that happened throughout the evening. But it's... So, to me, my my thoughts on this are... Like, I, I liked how it ended, but at the same time, the fact... So, Ned approaches Susie... And mm-hmm. says, do you want to dance? We're all dancing. And then we get some shots of not just Ned and Susie dancing together, but like the group, like the friend group with Susie included, all dancing together. Um, it doesn't feel like, um, it feels like Ned dancing with the group is feels natural to Ned's story, but where he approaches Susie and gets her involved in it, like, uh, that's the part that I am kind of lost with. You're kind of lost with it? Yeah. It's something I wanted to examine, because as I was watching it, I was like, this isn't, like, it's clearly defying the, like, the idea of ending with a lesson, I think. I think it's very explicitly rejecting that notion from a writing perspective. We get tips, so we kind of do end with a lesson. No, but I mean, like, a lesson in the sense that Ned learns the lesson by, like, he... So he wastes his whole night so he doesn't get to dance with Susie. That's what I mean okay. by the lesson. So, like, he still gets to experience like, like a, a moment. 
Yeah. You know how like every Corey in the house ends with Corey, or like most Corey in the houses end with Corey suffering the consequences of his actions. Yes. But like because Ned's has continuity and actual character development, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more important that it chooses to end with this beat of Ned asking Susie to dance because that's building up their relationship to come. It's it's the hello from the first segment, pretty much. Yeah. It's the start of something more. But like yeah. I get I get your trepidations with with it because it does kind of come off as like a get the girl ending. Definitely. Which oh, always sure like rubs the wrong way because, you know, beyond just being it's it's lazy storytelling most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's something where if you're going to pull it off it has to be extremely like well done. Yeah. Which... But like I mean I I feel like in this situation it's layered enough, and the fact that Moe's brings up reality and Gordy's like, all right, I'm going to make this fairy tale come true mm-hmm. kind of works in its favor because it's not so much Ned's victory as it's Gordy's sacrifice. Yes. Yeah, he's going to be dealing with this weasel for the rest of the series now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gordy, it, yeah, I love that they gave Gordy this moment too. Right. And I feel like that kind of softens the blow of it too because, mm-hmm. you know, Ned didn't do anything. It's Gordy who Gordy. saved the day. And yep. maybe that'll come up later in Ned's and any relationship Ned tries to forge with Susie. The fact that he hasn't been, you know, he hasn't been asserting his agency. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we get some tips. Backpack boy is grilling. I love that. Which is, I, I loved it too, but it's like, is there no other food at the dance? But then again, Gordy slid through all the food that was provided. So backpack boy is probably saving the day. Also, um, the weasel was in the popcorn cheddar yeah. and ate the cake. Yeah, no one wants that food. And also, someone spiked the lemonade. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Cookie is going to uh, get yelled at by Durga for French kissing. The husky. The husky. Yeah. Uh, and scene. And that's the episode. Fantastic episode. So much fun. Uh I would say, for me already, like, I know that we're not jumping right into those ratings, but I would definitely say the the best one that we've seen so far. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. my favorite episode of Ned's. Very strong episode. By a mile. And mm-hmm. I really, I feel like I watched genuinely great television just now. Yeah. Like, yeah. this to me, it's not even like, oh, this is, like, great for, like, a Nickelodeon show. It's, it's just like a, it's a damn good episode of t- TV. Mm-hmm. It was funny, uh, had really a lot of strong moments for all the characters. Uh, you got that continuity between the first and the second segment was great. Um, and like, I also feel like not even just our main cast is getting fleshed out, but they're giving Seth and Susie uh, and Lisa and even Claire to, to some extent, um, just so much screen time. Yes, so, that's something I've been loving about mm-hmm. these first two episodes, just the yep. presence of the supporting cast. Now they've gradually become more ingrained in the plot. Definitely. Because, like, early on, I felt an issue is that the supporting characters weren't that well-defined. So it was kind of hard to get invested. But, Mm -hmm. like, five episodes in, we've got the dance plot. We're pairing off characters together. We're Mm -hmm. putting them in a setting where they can interact without the pressures of schoolwork. Like, this this is the perfect way to get to know more of the cast. and And the writers really did an excellent job at fleshing them out even in just minor ways yeah like even ned feels so much more dynamic just showing that bitterness and his intense passion to get (laughs) with Susie. and he doesn't even really know why that's what i love too he's just 
we're seeing him experience some form of like not getting what he wants also like getting some moments yeah uh okay so let's check out uh the tips first from this okay. segment okay uh, and there was a, actually a decent amount right we got um our intro tips uh which was our first one tip uh 308.4g dress for a dance cool and comfortable mm. yeah i guess that's a reasonable tip i don't I like the comfort. I like the emphasis on comfort. comfortable. Like if it just said mm-hmm. cool, I wouldn't cool. like it. But cool and comfortable, I think that like because for a dance, you do you want to you do want to dress nice. Come on, yeah. Like you don't want to show up like Seth did in his school no. colors. You want to be. You don't want to go as far as Cookie because you want to be in the Nettermose range. So I'm gonna ask you a question, and it will determine if I think it's a, a better tip or not. Um, okay. When it says cool, is it referring to temperature or is it referring to like coolness, like popularity? I think it's referring to style. Style, okay. Um, I think that it's a B tip then. I think it's a B tip. Yeah, I think it'd be a better tip for stocking cord temperature. <laughs> you get hot when you're at a dance. I'll concede to that. We'll just, give it a B. Yeah, just for a dance, cool, maybe cold and comfortable. Dress cold and dress cool, cold. And comfortable. Yeah. If someone told you to dress cold, what would it? Would you wear? I feel like I'd have to tape some ice packs to. <laughs> yeah my body right yep it'd be the opposite of what cookie did in the first episode uh all right tip number 308.4 h go to the dance with a group of friends if I mean, you can't get a date mm-hmm. i don't see why not yeah i think in the context sure that's um, and it's you know you're you're with your friends so you know it's going to be no pressure yeah you just hang out have a good time i think it's an a tip i think it's a pretty good tip that is. Yeah. You can always find comfort in friends. Yeah. Um, tip number 309, careful not to overdress. Kind of goes with the other one, right? It kind of does. Yeah. But was a better tip? I mean, not to overdress. Like, Cookie Cookie made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know? Cookie, Cookie did bad by showing up in his tux. Yeah. What do you think, um... Yeah, I feel like it's like a C tip. It's fine. Like, but at the same time, it's kind of I don't know if it's super obvious, but there's no content to it. It's like no. just don't overdress, but there's no definition of what that looks like. All right. Um while at the dance, so these are some tips for while at the dance. Crossing the dance this is tip number 309.54. Crossing the dance floor can be tough. Dance your way across the floor to get through a crowd. Um Ned's monkey dance. Yeah, so Ned's theory here is um uh there is a a what's a um best way to think about okay, there's a um uh okay, whatever. So I'll just go with the example here. I couldn't think of a better better way to phrase this, but so there's the dance floor. Ned needs to get from one corner to another the opposite corner. Ned says, I'm going to suggest that you dance through the, the dance floor. Why can Ned not go around the dance floor? Because when Coconut Head tried to walk through the dance floor, they wouldn't mm-hmm. let him. But so but so you can't just walk through it, but why can't you walk around the dance floor? What if all the dancers are lining the walls? <laughs> so it's wall to wall to wall. <laughs> 
dancers. Do you want to get into the back corner of the dance floor, which is uh, probably for fire safety issues, not the best place to be. Um, but disregarding that, that's where you want to put yourself. The tip here is to dance your way there. Maybe Ned doesn't want to make himself too obvious, you know, walking. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, look what the hell he's walking. This is a dance. Yeah. Well, so, because also, could this be applied to, like, a concert? Um, like a, like, standing concert? Yeah. Okay. You just well, dance your way. Uh, I feel like if someone tried to dance their way through a standing concert, mm -hmm. I wouldn't let them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the better tip for Ned here is, like... Say excuse me? Ex yep. That, or, yeah, pretty much that. Just, hey, can I get over there? Oh, yeah, sure. Sorry, bud. Sorry, only if you dance. Mm -hmm. Dances dance only. only. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm glad that you and I both did that character at the same time, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah. he's, the, he's the middle school bouncer. Yeah. Okay, uh, this tip, is it like a C? Yeah, I'll give it a C. Okay. Um, tip number 4077.3, keep away from strict chaperones. It's a pretty good tip. I mean, if you want to have fun yeah. at a dance. Yeah. But at the same time, like, as an adult, I'm thinking, like, those chaperones are being strict for a reason. I never went to any dances where a chaperone was, like, too strict or strict. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Durga is too strict. Yep. I feel like if you have a Durga at your dance, I can abide by this. Yeah. Give some distance. But uh, in personal experience, this was never like a concern I had. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling like a B tip. I, I, my dances, um, we did have people like stricter chaperones. Mm -hmm. Um, like we had the whole uh, like make room for Jesus. Yeah. Thing, which is confused as a concept. <laughs> I have some questions about, it, but. <laughs> Right. We'll, we'll circle back to that. <laughs> I don't. I'm confused about why he uh, exactly how much space he needs and why he needs to be in between um, two people dancing. Why he dancing. wants to be that doesn't seem fun for him. No. Yeah. I don't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe it's. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll say it. Maybe like he's gonna beam. Like they're <laughs> like, he'll like beam down and like we want to make sure that if he beams down in that moment, like he'll be. He's, like, in a good spot. Yeah, that he has space. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of Christian denominations are actively waiting for the second coming, so you might be yeah, on that's why. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> tip, tip number 309.41c is to break the ice with a cool beverage. So, Ren. <laughs> uh, as we've learned in a modern age, do not accept drinks from strangers. Yes. Bad idea. This tip has aged very poorly. It comes from so, a good place. Yeah. So I want to um, take this tip maybe and think about if you have a large chunk of ice, you accidentally freeze um, in maybe like your passport in mm -hmm. that chunk of ice. And this is a tip to help break that ice. Is this a good tip? <laughs> <laughs> to get your passport out of the chunk of ice. It's like, it's an okay tip. You know, I can think of better ways to get my passport out of the ice. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I could breathe hot on it, you know. <sighs> yeah, versus a cool beverage. I could uh, 
grab like a towel and rub mm-hmm. the ice until it melts. Friend, did you ever do the ice cube melt with us? What's that? So, um, all right. How can I best not go on too far of a tangent with this? We did, uh, in college, some of us played a game called the Boston game. It was like a board game. Uh, we didn't, we liked the board, but didn't like any other aspects of it. Uh-huh. So we made up our own like challenges and stuff. And one of the challenges that came up and it was my personal favorite was called ice cube melt. And all the, all players who, who played it would then have like, um, be handed an ice cube at the exact same time. And whoever got theirs to melt first won. Um, and there was pretty much any, you could do anything with it. This sounds vaguely familiar, but what you've reminded me of instead is the Baja bath. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other tips in this segment let's see Uh, i'm not i'm not addressing publicly the the baja bath that's okay it it builds mystique yeah it does what is the baja bath 100th episode special (laughs) Okay, so tip number three or nine point eight point two: have fun, don't have super high expectations, and go with the flow. I feel like that's a pretty good life philosophy in general. Really fantastic, I think. And this is a Moe's tip. Moe's wrote this tip, and Ned threw it out. Yep. Uh, I would throw this up here with our second S tier of the episode. I would actually too. This is a very good tip. All right. Um, almost as good as our next one. It's a dance, so dance. I mean, I get it. Well, I mean, but like, I wouldn't want to force anyone to dance at a dance. Sometimes you just want to hang out. Dance. Mm-hmm. It's a dance. So dance. So dance. Yeah, it's like, uh, usually at like school dances, they'll serve some food, right? But it's, yeah, yeah even anyone stops to eat and it's like, stop, don't do that. It's a dance. If you so tried dance. to eat while Moses at your dance. Yeah. You would slap the food out of your hand and go, it's a dance. It's a dance. So dance. It's a dance. Yep. Uh what a C is Yeah, so we like we throw the ones that just like aren't even worth it into the C tier. <laughs> like it's a uh, it's not the worst tip of the world, but I don't want to deal with it. So Yeah. Okay. Um Report cards. Alright. Who's done I well? Have... Mm-hmm. Six people for us tonight, including one new addition. Okay, great. So, you want to start with our honors crew? Yeah, let's start with the honors group um, from what we have right now. For Ned, I'm thinking social status changes. Do you have any other stat changes? Not. I'm looking power, stamina. Not really. No, in academics, we barely touched academics this week. So, no, I I don't think so. All right. Social status. What do you think? How do you think Ned's looked at after this? He hosted the live carpet event. mm -hmm. And he did nothing but sit at the dance all night. Mm -hmm. But Susie did agree to dance with him at the end. Yes. Um, I also... And we now have explicit confirmation that Gordy is looking out for him. Yep. So he does, yeah, he has that, like, in his back pocket. I wonder if him actively spilling glue and juice and feathers on one of the most popular girls in school would damage his social status. Susie didn't seem too bothered. No. Um, 
I agree. So is are we thinking he goes up a little bit? Like I'd, from I'd, a B minus to a B? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Ned Big B. Get it? Big. I stole that one from Sweeney. That was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Power. <clears throat> I don't think his power changes. No, I don't think so. And then his stamina, about the same. Yeah. Right? So for cookie. I'm thinking social status and power changes. Okay, so social status, uh, Cookie's at a C. Uh, he, he got a supermodel to come to the dance and dance. Big win, but... She did get mauled by a Siberian husky who gave her rabies. And then proceeded to, to kiss Cookie aggressively for the rest of the evening. Does this lower his social status or rise yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think this is a good look. C minus? Yeah. I think he goes down to a C minus here. I do think Cookie's power increases, though. Yeah, getting a an international supermodel to your school. Uh, he's at an A minus now. Is he gonna get go up to an A in I power? And uh, stamina. I mean, he was determined. To get her he there. was determined. Does that affect his stamina? He's at a, a sixty-five. So that's a D minus, I think. But what am I? D plus. I don't know if a D plus exists. I think it's just a D and then a C minus. What? That's not true. Okay, let me see what a uh, what is a D plus? What like a 68, 69, 67, 69. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I'm so confused about because F is a sixty four, so there's not a lot of wiggle room in the sixties for extra grades. Four? Yeah. Is F not a fifty nine? No. No. Uh, what is? What? Oh, I just searched what is an F, and that wasn't helpful. Um, <laughs> grade. Yeah, uh, this is percentage grade of sixty-five or below, according to GPAcalculator.io, which is wow. That's one of the most trusted sites in America. I'll trust the GPAIO. Yeah, should I? Uh, I'll uh, tweet it. Yeah, ask them. Ask them if what they if they know what an F is. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say I'll just tweet the link. With no context for people. I think that's better, actually. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so with that, uh, oh, did we get, are we going to touch the stamina? We wanted to put him at a D plus. So yeah. What is that? 68? I don't, I don't know mathematically what that it's is. 68. 68, okay. Moe's. Does anything happen to Moe's? I think her social status goes up from a B. Okay. Yeah. She had a great night with her friends. Uh, and Seth was going to ask her out. Yep. Yeah, and it was all girls which is something that she's been working on that's true okay i'm gonna say like 92 like, right, i think it yeah. goes up from a b to an a minus i think she's fair. really put in the work um power or stamina nah no okay all right next all right. up gordy yeah i i think gordy may have a case um to be promoted to honors at one point I think so too, but yeah. I think that's only that's gonna have to come when he gets added to the main cast, like in the credits. In the credits, oh, okay, all right. I think his power and stamina go up tonight. Mm -hmm. He had the endurance to fight that weasel all night yep. and the power to resist the temptation to catch it. So he's going from an A minus to an A. He is he's a hard worker. How much power does he have? Uh, he had enough power to change Ned's fate and make real life into a fairy tale. Yeah, he did. He had a nice moment there. It was very powerful. A lot in his hands. Mm -hmm. 
B minus. Yeah, I I would put him at like a a B. I think I don't want to put him up too high. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like he's in B range there. So, um, who who else? All right, so I have Claire Sawyer, future lawyer, jotted down yeah. as my next one. Okay, it's been been a little bit since we've seen her. Uh, not since we've seen her, but like she was Talk pretty active it. this week, right? She had, had decent things going on for her. I think we gotta bump her social status up. So she's at a B plus right now, Ren. I think an A minus is fitting because she's getting more work. Yeah, but she's not getting paid. Ren, she's doing all this work and not getting paid. Do you? I, I think she's doing it pro bono, though. I don't think she's trying to get paid. Mm. Okay. All right. I'll put her. I'll. I'll bump up her social status. She's at an A minus. Her power. I feel like she's at the same. Stamina, probably at the same too. She's a pretty solid student. An A in academics. A in power. A in stamina. A minus in social status. So we'll see how things work out for her. Overall, one of our best students. Yes. All right. Who who did you want to add? I'm I'm intrigued. I I think it's time we added Coconut Head. How have we not given him any grades so far? Okay. All right. So we cut academically. We didn't see much this episode. Mm -hmm. What kind of student do we think Coconut Head is? Um... Okay, based solely on this episode, because now I've, I've we watched two episodes today, so I almost yeah. almost misspoke. So based solely on this episode, academically, um, I don't know. I don't think he's a super strong academic student. Like maybe in the B range. All right, I was thinking B. Okay, I think B is reasonable. What about his um power? Or in his social status. Let's do social status first. Bose wanted to avoid being seen with him so bad she hid in trash. All day long. That is an, that is an insult. I think it says more to Moe's than it does to him, though. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, he... Uh, to be you're... repulsed that badly, to hide in trash. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think. You're right. Like, when I'm thinking about around, like, he's not usually with a group of people. He doesn't have a posse. He got... Uh, completely walled off at the dance, <laughs> right? He did. He had that little power, little presence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe he's. Is, is he a C minus? Is he like I, a seventy-two? I think C minus. Okay. How much power does Coconut have? Not much. Yeah. I'm also thinking C range here. Yeah, I, I think he's also at a C minus there. I, I don't think he has a lot of pull. Um, Stamina, he had the strength to keep going after Moe's all day. So, but why? Because Seth asked him to. Why did he oblige? Because he's Coconut Head. I I feel like Seth was like, hey, I'm going to beat you up if you don't (laughs) get Moe's to say yes to go to the dance with me. And Coconut Head said, please, no, sir, I'll do anything. Yep. Right. So he was like determined, but I think it was out of his own out of fear. fear. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that he just did it because he wanted he was like close with Seth. Cuz doing that didn't build any social capital for him. It, there was no exchange there. Seth had all the power and Coconut Head just was there on the bottom and you know, had to play his role, but at the end of the day, even after he did his role, but he didn't even really get to do it, right? That's right. Seth got no recognition. Um 
Where do you want to start him with his stamina? I'm thinking B minus. Okay. B-. I think that's I think that's too high. It's too high? Yeah. What, what, what did you say B minus C plus? Yeah. Yeah, I would put him in the I mean his social status and power are pretty low. I feel like he's even worse in stamina than in terms of his social status and power. Oh really? Like we've seen him out outside of this episode in the past oh, few yeah, weeks. That's right, he got Durgud. Yeah, Durgud. Um so he messed up somewhere somehow and had to uh clap a bunch of chalk pieces together, whatever, chalk uh erasers. Yeah. He messed up tryouts so horribly he was cut in the first round. Like he's not impressive. I don't I like I feel like he should be low enough to be like a D plus. All right, let's put him in D plus. Okay, and that's it. Uh, let's rate the episode. I always forget. We got to rate the episode, Ryan. Yes. Okay. Um, crushes and dances. I love. I loved this episode. This is my favorite episode so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me I too. I thought it was great, very well written, very funny. Lots of nice uh, setup for future net events. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one a solid nine out of ten. Beautiful, great episode. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join you with a high score. The highest score I've given thus far was the first day in lockers, in which I gave a seven point five. I'm gonna give this one an eight point five. All right. Yeah, I thought this was a strong, strong episode for sure. A lot of fun. Uh, and I'm kind of sad it's over. I'm not going to lie. Me too. It, yeah. felt, it really felt like an event. I loved mm-hmm. the build-up to the dance and then getting to the dance and just being there. Yes, just letting letting it all uh, shake out in the series of events that it did. Uh, this was fun, Ren. It was fun. Um, you and I are going to record our, our second episode <laughs> right now. So is there anything else that we want to say at the end of this one? I, the, yeah, you I hope you're ready for round two. Yeah, uh, which will, will come to you at a, the normal time. So it'll still come out to you probably like, uh, I think I'll time it. So it'll come out maybe next Sunday. Yeah. Um, the 15th. So uh, enjoy. And otherwise, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Check out our socials. Um, see what we're going to do for our 50th. <laughs> and uh, other than that, take care, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the enchantment out of the sea dance. All right, bye everyone. Bye. All right, Ryan, you ready? Uh, let me, and the Amazon guy just dropped something off. Let me grab him real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring him in here. He's shy, so he doesn't want to say anything. Oh, that's fair. But he's in here. You still brought him in. Yeah, he's sitting He's there. in the room. He's going to listen in. <laughs> yeah. How long, how long is the Amazon guy planning to stay? As long as it takes. I mean, I told him his shift's done. So you told him that his, he's, Okay, didn't have anything else to deliver?
No, he did. He had his truck out, okay. but... but you said it's over. Your shift is done. Come listen to our podcast. He said this. This is a long shot. You guys wouldn't happen to be Bryce and Ren. That's the only podcast I listen to. Oh my god! And I said no way. That's the only podcast I record. You you brought a fan in here.